This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I am one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight, and across from me, we have Freddie. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Nightlight. Also known as Nighty Night. David actually is not here right now. He uh, was not able to join us on this episode, but he will be back for the next episode, and we will tell you what movie that is at the end of this one. But in the meantime, we are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question, why horror? So hit the lights, sit back, and let the darkness envelope you. You can support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife, and that's night with what? K. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. Oh, man. Now, the movie that we are talking about tonight. Hey. <laughs> very, very excited about this one. Yes. Talking about David Bruckner's The Ritual. Yeah. Now, you, you may know David Bruckner from things like VHS, but he hasn't done that much. No. He has a very small history of film. Pretty small track record, yeah. but fuck. What a fucking film. But Jesus knocked Christ. Knocked out of the park with this one, honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, released on October 13th, 2017 in the UK and released on Netflix in the US on February 9th of 2018. I actually couldn't find any budgets on this. I don't know if you were able to. No, actually, I found very little on this. Yeah. With, like, fun uh, facts. It's, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard stuff to find. Um, based off of the novel of the same name by Adam Neville. I believe I'm saying that right. Which I think is also produced by Andy Serkis. It is. Yeah. It definitely is. Um, sorry, Freddie. Do you want me to move the cat? No, She's, like, okay. right behind you. That is fair enough. Are you, are you sure? I live life on the edge. I know you're allergic, so I I'm just trying to make that. sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> you're like, when I was watching this movie, I'm literally at the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> oh, dude. It, it's... Fuck, this movie is so much fun. But anyway, back to it really quick. Uh, box office of one point three to one point six million dollars. A runtime of a runtime of one hour and thirty four minutes, sitting at a seventy four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not, not bad. bad. Not, not bad, not bad for, for this movie. movie. Um, it, it, I first first and foremost, before we get into the plot, thoughts. I liked it. So when we first talked about that, this was going to be a movie we're going to talk about, I thought it was a completely different movie. I was like, oh, I'm not really excited for that. Right. And then I was like, wait, this is a completely different movie. <laughs> I like that movie, but I liked it in the way where it's like I'm scared to go back and rewatch it because yeah. it has a very intense opening scene. Sure. Which stayed with me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put this in. I'm going to rewatch it, and I'm going to be like living through it again. Right. And um, it's such a ride. It's it such is. a ride of a movie. And it's very different. It's very original. It's something that's not yeah. really seen that often, uh, being a paranormal movie. But 
I like the games they played with your mind and the <sighs> character's mind, of course. So much fun. And yeah, it was a like you said, it was a roller coaster. It really is, and the, the, I I really really enjoy this movie yeah. a lot, and um, it's it's not a hard movie to appease to people. I feel like. No, yeah. Um, it, it's it's a horror movie first and foremost. So it, it, yes. there are some tropes in there that are feel a little off yeah, in yeah. some in some aspects. But I mean, I get it. it if it, it's the formula, yeah. If it's a formula, horror like movie. it gets campy at points and things like that. But it really works for yeah. this type of movie. And it takes you somewhere else where you're like, oh, I think it's yeah. going this way, and it's like, oh, that's a really cool sequence that I didn't think was about to happen. Exactly. But, and yeah. I, I I love that type of shit, and I, I feel like it really worked for this movie. Um, especially in uh, uh, when we actually see like Luke kind of battling his demons of thinking about, yes. oh, is this my fault or um, wh- whatever happened to my friend? Like yeah. I-, I feel responsible for that. Um, but I-, I loved it. I love yeah. the back and forth between uh, him and Dom, and like you could tell, like their friendship is a little rocky. Yeah, like there's they, some tension between them for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's an unspoken tension. Right, no one really wants to bring up the subject, but at the same time, it's always on someone's mind, mm-hmm. and they're out there doing something for a specific reason, right? To fulfill someone's friend, which we'll talking about, like what happened. Mm-hmm. But I like how this movie just jumps into it too. Yeah, they don't beat around the bush; they just go for it. And right, it's like cool. This is what's setting up for the movie. I'm down for it. <laughs> I love it, man. I, th- th- that's the thing about this movie that I really enjoy so much is uh, the fact that you expect it to be something else, um, yep. and you get you get the complete like shift and just like, whoa, what the fuck? Where, what am I watching? Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a lot of um, what the fuck moments. Yeah, it, a lot of what the fuck moments, and I love it. I, yeah. I, I love that type of stuff. I, I love um, the way you kind of be able uh, you're be able you're able to vibe with the characters Correct. that way um so i think the one, only I'm movie i can compare to is uh blair witch blair oh, witch yeah. has some really good uh moments in the movie and i feel like this was very significant in that type of type of movie i guess yeah it felt very blair witchy and it seemed i guess yeah we were talking about their budget i feel like they didn't have that big of a budget except for maybe the end but yeah, I, I, I it felt very personal. Yeah, like a it, felt, it felt definitely, characters. it felt definitely intimate um, at points for sure. Um, but I feel like their budget was decent. I feel like their budget was yeah. definitely over a million dollars, especially yeah. if they had uh, someone like Andy Serkis behind them producing it. So right. I'm, I'm sure like he was able to kind of fund them a little bit more uh, yeah. than what they did have. Um, but initially, what? Let's go ahead and jump into the plot. Let's do it. Yeah, because <laughs> this way we, we can actually get our thoughts out uh, completely. Spoiler, spoiler. Um, and if you haven't known by now, the Nightlight, uh, a horror movie podcast, is completely not spoiler free. <laughs> so, <laughs> correct. Fair warning: we spoil everything. So watch the movies beforehand if you want. Literally wanna... scene by scene. Literally scene by scene. Uh, so we open up in a bar with Luke getting a drink from the counter. He then goes back uh, to his friends, Phil, Hutch, Dom, and Rob. Uh, th- we get a fun little back and forth right here, right yeah. off the bat from Dom, right? I mean, exactly. Dom asking, uh, uh, 
something about did you get like peanuts or some shit? I, I forgot what he asked, right. but uh, he pretty much was just like, "Oh yeah, they, I pointed out the guy, and uh, he told me not to grab you any." <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of banter between them. You see the relationship yeah. is really good at this point, right? You see the type of relationship they have too. They're always like picking on each other and stuff like that too. Which yeah, I loved. It's they're cool. buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're buds. It's relatable. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so they're having a conversation about what they should do for an all guys getaway. Uh, Rob comes up with the idea of hiking with the group uh then we cut to them actually walking out of the bar down the street um dom asked rob uh what was the name of the trail he called it king's trail between sweden and norway uh luke sees a convenience store and stops to say uh gonna get a bottle uh nobody seems interested to go inside with him uh but he he doesn't want to really truly go alone so rob actually decides to just go with him Uh, and this is where shit gets fucking real Oh, my God. And we haven't even gotten the title sequence yet. Correct. Title sequence has yet to happen. We still don't know what we're getting ourselves into. Yeah. Um, So Luke and Rob are having a a quick conversation about the potential hiking trip. Um, And I put that in quotations. Uh, Luke catches the eye of a woman beaten and bloodied on the ground in the store. Uh, and I put here, this is when shit gets fucking real. <laughs> uh, the door smashes open with two robbers pushing a clerk out of the door. Luke sees this and cowards to the other side of a shelf to hide. Yeah. What a bitch move to leave Rob just there. True. But at the same time, like, maybe that's just basic instincts. I could definitely see someone react this I mean, way. Yeah, which it's scary. Like, okay, it's scary. It's understandable. I don't know why that dude didn't move too. Play yeah, devil's he, advocate. A little yeah, bit. he kind of like, like looks. frozen in fear. A little He's bit, shocked. Which is also another common thing to happen yeah. to a person when you're seeing something like that because no one expects it. Even the viewer watching the movie, I didn't expect it. Right. I was like, oh, it's quiet. They're going through the bottles. They're just looking around. They're still talking to each other too. You don't really realize anything's wrong until you see the person on the ground. Yeah. And then you see the person get pushed out, and then now you know what the situation is. Exactly. Like, cool. This is what we're in for now. Yep. Let's see how this plays out. And, yeah, continue. Fuck. Yeah, it plays out. It plays uh, out well. Yeah, I, I actually really, uh, I like this scene. Like, I love the way this scene is yeah. shot because, like, the lights are flickering and you actually get Luke kind of looking up at the lights, like, kind of like, what the hell? Like, the yeah. super cheap lights. Um, <laughs> but you you get that fun flicker, and uh, I love how consistent that flicker goes when Correct. we get deeper and deeper into the story. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, we we uh, uh, do, 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 look for my place. Uh, yeah, so Luke sees this and cowers to the other side of the shelf. Uh, Rob sees him t- sees him do this, but it's too late. Rob is spotted by the two robbers um, that actually bust through the door. But not only that, the reason why they noticed him is because he actually knocks a bottle. And That's it makes right. A sound. That's right. So this is another implication of like, oh, this is kind of like his fault too. Yep. Uh, I mean, for what's about to happen, we'll let you know. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he ducks down behind the counter or behind the aisle, touches a bottle. The bottle makes noises. Yeah. They turn around. They see Rob. Fuck. And goddamn. When they see him, my heart drops. Like, yeah. when I first watched this, uh, this is probably my, my fifth time going through this movie, but when I first watched this uh, scene, it was so, like, gut-riching for me. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, like these dudes are kind of intense. Like they, yeah. they're not really fucking around. Like they're actually trying to take some shit. Um, but we get uh, we get them to t- we see them actually tell Rob, "Don't fucking move." Yeah. Uh, they begin to start asking for things that want that they want to take from him, asking for his wallet and his phone, uh, his phone everything. And uh, the other guy who is 
uh, not asking him for this for this stuff is kind of egging the other robber on. Correct. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, give him your fucking wallet, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Just um, fucking hit him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah he's kind of egging him on, right? Yeah. Uh, Luke is wondering if he should intervene, so he actually flips the bottle. We get that fantastic scene yeah. of him kind of, we see him internally battling with um, himself, like, should I st- try to do something or should I still just say stay tucked and you see it all over his face and his yeah. body language that he like he really wants to help right now but, but he's too scared to do he's scared anything. exactly yeah. uh, so uh, Luke is wondering if he should intervene uh, but eventually <laughs> but here eventually he bitches out <laughs> uh, fair enough yeah I mean he does he does and I put here, you get this great shot of of focus on Luke, but see the whole incident um, with that beautiful bokeh effect on Rob. Yeah. And, like, you see the robbers and Rob uh, kind of having this this quarrel with yeah. each other. And Over the wedding ring at this point. Yes. Which, that's the thing that he does not want to give away. 100%. And that's where it escalates. Yeah. That's and then where the guy's escalates. still like, just fucking hit him. And yeah, like that exactly. Too. Um, so we, uh, I love that shot so much. Uh, they consistently, they're consistently asking for Rob's ring, uh, but he doesn't want to give it up because it's his wedding band. Uh, Rob then turns back to look at Luke with help and sincere in his eyes. Yeah. Fuck man. That broke my heart. Cause like you could tell, like he was just like, he's scared too. He's scared, but he's also kind of looking at Luke with help. help. But the sincerity behind it is like, like I understand why you are doing what you're doing right now. Yeah. Like I understand why you're back there and why you're not trying to help me. Because um, it, it is he's, two of them and yeah. it's only two of them. So it, it is equal. He's, he's also looking at him like, and like the sense of being scared and knowing like, oh, I want to make sure you're okay too. Yeah. I felt like, I feel like when he looked at his friend that's hiding, he's like, stay there type yep, of deal pretty much that's how i took it yeah no that's fair so i don't yeah. know but at it, the time man yeah it's, it's a it's i a, put myself in his shoes i was like would i have done anything too yeah see that i was trying to i was trying to think of it too like i was even thinking about like any of the good night guys like if, if yeah. any of us were in this predicament like what what would i do yeah what would i actually do for it, this point in time it comes to a point where it's like we know what we would want to do. Sure. But would we do it? Exactly. And that's all about the mentality. It's like you don't do things. Because, and we've talked about this on the past episode, I believe. Yep. Of like, oh, yeah, this is all about people's reactions and getting into these scenarios where yeah. they put themselves into that scenario. Because I think that's going to be one of the big things of like what we would decide in these panic moments. Right. Uh, and that, that look. And right after that happens – Fuck. Shit. It's so intense. So intense. And very brutal. Oh, oh yeah. Um, So, just so we can catch everybody else up. Yes. (laughs) Um, He then, uh, Rob then turns back around uh, to the hoodlums. (laughs) I guess that's what I put. (laughs) Hoodlums. To say, look, I'm not, and then that's where it stops, and you get whack. And they cracked him right in the face with that pipe, and you get that. Incredible bloody shot. Yeah, not only that, right the in the sound. Head. You hear Fuck. that shit like ricochet off oh, his head. It's and it's terrifying. Yeah. So if you guys ever played baseball and you used those metal bats, you know when you hit the baseball and you hear that ding yeah, it sound. Sounds like that. that was that sound. Yeah, to it his sound, face. Sounds one hundred percent like that, and it it was terrible. Like yeah. that was that was. And even when I watched it the fifth time, I still got a jump scare out of that. Yeah. Like, I, I still jumped. I was like, oh, shit. Like, damn, I knew it was yeah. coming. It's just like, it's, I don't remember, I never, like, remember how visceral 
that actually is that scene yeah. every single time. Um, but we uh, we get him with with that, and uh, while he's trying to actually get up, uh, they take another crack at him, and uh, that's when it's just it's a done that's deal. It. He's it, and and the other robber at, at this point in time is freaking the fuck out. He's just like, "What are you doing? Like, oh my god! Like, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you just did this." And he he just wanted kind of like to take shit. He didn't really want to kill anyone in the process, no, of course. But I guess things were just taking a little too long. Um, sorry, I think my cat has something in her mouth. She, she's like meowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, what did I say? Yes. Yeah, so we uh we get this visual of the bloody gash on his cheek, and I just put here incredible fucking work. Like it, it's in, it's incredible yeah. the work that they did on that uh bloody scene there. Uh, Luke is now in shock and terror. Yeah. And then we get this this other cut of uh, to Luke waking up in his tent. So now yes. we know here, like, okay. Time has passed. Time has passed. Uh, we even get that bottom corner there. Six, um, six months later. Six months later. Um, and I put here that uh, uh, they decided to actually take the trip in Rob's um, honor. Uh, honor, exactly. Yeah. And it's six months later at this point. And then we officially get the title screen. Um, I put here, fun fact, uh, the sequence of everyone coming out of their tent while Luke watches is the order of everyone's death. Oh shit! Yeah, so the first person you get coming out of coming out of their tent is Hutch. Next is Phil. Then after that is Dom. Damn. So yes, so uh, that is just a, a nice little fun fact for that there. Um, so they are walking further down a trail. Dom is complaining uh, about walking this far. Uh, we can now start to see like Dom's real personality in this. Yeah. Um, they they make it to the top of the hill um, to put down a shrine tribute for Rob. Hutch yeah. is saying some words about Rob. Dom continues with, uh, quote, should have never happened, should have never happened, but it did. Hutch says all we can do is remember him. Yeah. Look, look, Luke looks at, bo- at him uh, with concern at this point. <laughs> My cat is, like, completely messing with something over there. I'm going to have to take <laughs> that from her in a second. Um, but uh, Luke looks at, looks at him with concern at this point and as if he is uh, to blame for the death of their friend. Yeah. Uh, do you have, like, this is an interesting scene. It is because it's like you're blaming someone without actually saying it. And I'll everyone right is back. Keep talking. No, yeah, you're good. So I feel like the entire friend group is like all looking at each other and they're all thinking the same thing. It's like I'm the one to blame. You're the one to blame. And everyone's saying it without saying it. They all think this would have been preventable. Absolutely. And that's the that's the chilling factor of everything. It's like in some things in life, you just can't predict what's about to happen. And of course, there's always going to be a person to blame. And I think that's where the story arc codes for this character mm-hmm. is that he feels like he's the blame and he knows kind of deep inside that everyone does blame him as well. Absolutely. And he does think of himself as a coward as well. And then towards the end of the movie, we find out he overcomes that as well. <sighs> Which is, so, uh, it's such a rewarding thing, but we'll, we'll definitely yeah, we'll get to that. we'll dive into that. So it's just the journey of him going through this hardship. I love it. That like, Brings everything together. Oh, it's so good. So uh, they all are taking a drink out of a flask and then proceed to a very long and awkward pour from the flask. Uh, that was yeah. hilarious. Like it, it, it kind of it, it just kept going. going. It just kept and going. Empty. Yeah, <laughs> and you could kind of tell here that uh, uh, Hutch kind of got a chuckle out of it. Like he was like, <laughs> like this yeah. is still going. Um, I'm pretty sure that wasn't planned. 
I'm sure they just. Kept it I, I'm sure they, they just like, kept it, it in because um, it, it was funny. It was just yeah. super awkward, and it was funny. Um, we then cut to Hutch and Luke out on the horizon. Hutch lets Luke know that uh, that this is completely not his fault. Uh, they camp the night and begin walking back towards the lodge. Dom trips and twists his ankle. Hutch let, lets them know uh, that it is another fourteen hours of walking. Yeah. Hutch finds a quicker path through the forest. Um, and then I, I put here, it's time. Let's get fucking ready to party. <laughs> right. So instead of going on the main trail, it's going through a freaking forest. Holy shit. Like every horror movie. So, and this is the part where I'm talking about, like, it is a horror movie at the end of the day. This is where it gets really campy. Yeah. Right? Um, we were just like, okay, they're going into a forest. You we know to, something's going to they happen. They have to set them up for what's about to happen. Exactly. Sure. Someone trips. Uh, right. Cool. Yeah. It's like, oh no, we can't go the same route we went. Now we have to go through the shortcut. Right. And I like one of the taglines is, if a shortcut was a shortcut, it would be a route. I was like, ooh, that's a yeah, good that's, tagline. That, I was that's, like, that's yeah, cool. that's actually really, really cool. And, and they say that a little bit later yeah. on, because uh, uh, and the person who says it, Dom, he's like all for the shortcut. He's like, yeah, let's yeah. take this shortcut. Like, I don't, I'm not so gonna walk it. 14 hours on my on my knee or, or ankle or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it was his knee that actually got hurt. Yeah. His I, knee. Yeah. I put ankle. Uh, I, I was. I was watching this movie pretty late. Uh, but yeah, he he, he hurt himself. <laughs> um, they make it inside the forest. Uh, they take a little break to, to actually take pictures. Uh, we get these super eerie shots of the forest while they are walking through them. And it's so creepy. Yeah, I like the God, way they creepy. filmed this too because it looked like they were shooting from far away. Oh yeah, it's like it's more of those stalker shots. Basically. Yeah, yeah, just like just uh, how like, like David said on the last episode, yeah. um, where he was saying like it feels like someone's watching you. You get Correct. that same feeling in this, like you right get that, like you get that exact same feeling. And I uh, think right when they started walking in the forest too, you can actually see that something's already going wrong because they're looking at the compass right. too, and the compass is not even moving now. Exactly. At this point. Yeah, it's, it, they're like it's all right, whatever. Yeah, like this seems on. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so it's and I put here uh, the sound design here is amazing with the breaking of the twigs and the yes. branches like like you you feel like you're there. Yeah. Like god the sound just works so well for this movie. And what you bring up with uh the sound design because you do hear everything that's going on around their environment. Oh yeah. You can also hear that there's like no animals at all too. Yeah. There's no like, like birds no chirping, deers, no, no birds. Nothing. I actually didn't trip off of that yeah. until in until this watch around. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, that's Interesting, (laughs) but you do hear a lot of sounds happening too. But it's just like the trees. That's it. God, it is so eerie. So eerie, and it's daytime still. I'm like, okay, yeah, I loved it. Oh god, I love that stuff. Um, so we actually, uh, we actually get to the point where they're all just hanging out. Uh, they're all hungry, and they're all now talking about. Or excuse me, they're not hanging out. They're walking <laughs> through the forest, not hanging out. Sorry, uh, they're yeah, they're walking through the forest. They're all hungry, and they begin talking about food uh, that they all would like to be eating right now. Uh, we get that fun little back and forth yeah. with uh, Dom and uh, Luke, where Luke is just like uh, he wants like a a, a chicken shabab, yeah. and uh, they they this is this is that great British humor that yeah. you see right here, right? Like it, it's it just works so well. It's a little bit of banter, yeah. But a little bit like. Yeah, it's snarkiness, is, it's yeah. cheeky, it's fun, um, but it, but it's also lighthearted at the same time because he's just like, uh, like, what would you want, mate, and all this other stuff, and he's like, I have a chick shabal, please, and it's yeah. like, and it just it, it just it works. It was super dry, and but it worked so yeah. well for their type of characters and the the type of uh, exhaustion that they're starting to feel too, right? Yeah, uh, they are halted by a deer uh, that is hung in the tree and gutted. Oh, 
Great scene. Too. Great scene. The way it's like hung up oh, too. It's gosh. so disturbing. It looks incredible. Yeah. Like this looks really, really good. Um, and it is so unsettling yeah. when they they're see this. They're all talking about like, who would do this? Like, what? Yeah. Is it an animal, a person, a hunter? Yeah. And, and they're, they're all they're, coming up with like conclusions. Yeah. Of, like, like maybe it, it was a bear. Um, they're like, who would gut it and who would leave I it here? who said it, but immediately. And this is like the smart thing I was thinking about too. Is like, you guys, it's still bleeding. We should leave. Yeah, that was it's Luke. Still like, yeah, that that was fresh. It was fresh. Yeah, it, it was, was a, it was a fresh kill. Let's get the uh, fresh out. kill. Uh, so I put here. I was like, the, I put here that uh, they are standing and talking about uh, what could have possibly ha- happened to this deer. Uh, you get this great back and forth from Phil and Dom. Uh, what did this? A bear. Um, and he said, "Do bears do that?" And then we get That's Phil true. saying, "I don't know, Dominic. I'm not a fucking bear expert." <laughs> <laughs> so it's just that fun little, little uh, banter British still. banter back, and uh, and even though it's a very serious Unsettling. moment, yeah, like you still get that sense of like kind of cheeky lightheartedness yeah. from this, even though it's still really dark. Um, They're trying to play it off and still have that acceptance, of, right? Like, everything's still okay, exactly. But at the same time, yeah, let's. Let's keep moving. Yep. So then we go to see where uh, we actually see on the trees next to the deer, we see the runes. Yes. Um, and uh, so once, and I put here, uh, seems like some kind of ritual. <laughs> <laughs> um, they leave the sights of the deer because it's fresh kill. Yeah. It is pouring. Uh, it now begins to pour uh, with rain, and they're looking for a place to set up camp. Luke goes a bit further ahead and finds a shack. Um which also is, I guess, a cabin, yeah. pretty much. And this is yeah. that campiness again, right? I mean, we know everything. Cabin in the ha- woods. Exactly. Cabin in the woods. And we, we know Always. death follows when you go to a cabin in yeah. the woods, right? And then there's ruins all around the trees. A bunch. Uh, yeah. Not not yet, actually. Oh, actually, we, you're yeah, right. Yeah, we don't I get to that yet. there's just one. Uh, maybe. I think there, there might one. be one. Uh, but we, we, get, we actually get the part where um, uh, they actually break into – the shack or the cabin yeah. and they stay there trying to stay there for the night. But oh, we, we get uh, Luke when he hears those crazy animalistic noises that are coming from the trees. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Like it, this sounds so insane. Like I was even thinking like if I were to hear this in real life. Yeah. In I the middle of the forest at night raining nowhere to go. What do you do? Like you get in that you, fucking cabin, yeah. I guess <laughs> like, so, right? Yeah, okay, I guess we I are. I guess in. so, yeah. Because uh, and we we get uh, uh, where Luke says to Hutch, like, or, like, did you guys hear that? Yeah. And um, no one heard it except for Luke. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like it was calling out to him, which we'll touch back on that later. Uh, he stops to stare at, at what is potentially making the noises, uh, but pretty much all we are seeing are just trees. Uh, he goes into the house, and they are looking around a bit. Uh, they notice the runes are hanging from the ceiling of this place. So that's where the runes yeah. are. Uh, the group has Phil go explore upstairs alone. Dom smashes a <laughs> chair on the stairs and scares the shit out of Phil while he's walking up the stairs. And we get that, once again, that fun British humor. He yeah. just says one word, dickheads. Like, <laughs> I right. love it. I love it. Uh, Phil discovers something and yells for every th- everyone to come upstairs. They find some sort of model that Phil says is witchcraft. It is yeah. a haystack in the shape of a person with no head and antlers for hands. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. It's the, crazy. When you the, first yeah. see this, like, this is where you're, you're, you're even kind of like, because when you first think you about this movie, you first think about this movie is not going to be a paranormal movie. No. You think this movie is going to be a slasher. 
and you think it's a cult in the yeah. beginning of it, right? You think it's a Nordic cult. Yeah, especially uh, with the title, The Ritual. It's exactly. Like, okay, cool. We right. know what we're getting ourselves into. So you see this, and you're just like, holy shit. And when yeah. he says this is witchcraft, then you're just like, oh, shit. Like, all right, it might be a cult still. Yeah. And we might still get this slasher kind of feel. Um, but it kind of makes you backtrack a little bit. And like, but wait a minute. Luke heard that that noise outside in the woods. Yeah. Like, the. That that definitely wasn't a person, like no, for sure. Like so, yeah. so this is where for me personally, things start getting really real, and oh, I'm yeah. just like, oh no, shit! The movie really started off when they went to the cabin for me too. It's like this is where it's beginning to like pick yeah. it up to speed, and like Fuck. I was like, okay, we're in it. It's like oh. something is definitely happening that night. God damn, and I was not wrong. You were not wrong. You definitely like, oh, were shit. not wrong. Um, so. Uh, when they are going, when they are, when they are going back down the stairs, this is yeah. where you once again get the order that they leave is the, also the sequence of them dying. What the fuck? Nice. So Dom goes down, or excuse me, Hutch goes down first, say, telling them like, uh, "If you guys want to stay up here all night, you be my guest." Right. Hutch goes downstairs, um, and then we also get Dom following suit. Uh, Phil goes down uh, nice. after that, and Luke is actually the last person to leave each time. Huh. So, it. I think that's super fascinating how they did that that, that little yeah. sequence there. Little Easter eggs. Yeah, uh, they all go down the stairs and begin to talk about the Nordic mythology. After the, their conversation about Nordic mythology and who these people used to worship, we hear these deathly animalistic sounds from the outside of the cabin. But everyone is sound asleep mm. except for Luke. Of course, surprise, surprise. Um, but. Turns out he actually is asleep. He has his eyes open at the at the thunder and the lightning pounding outside. And once again, or once you get that last boom oh of God. thunder, it stops with the fluorescent light on, and we are back inside, inside the, the store. store. That was shit. a great sequence. Holy shit! Does this look fantastic? Yes. Like as soon as Luke opens the door to the cabin, and we're and now inside the convenience store again, but. You still get the ground of the forest. Like this looks fantastic. fantastic. Very clean cut. Oh of my merging god! Two different environments together. What a, a way to make a cut! <laughs> and yeah, the forest being around the convenience store and having it like mesh so well. Yeah. So this is what, looks so good. It looks fantastic. Like the the design of this movie, the set is just it's flawless. Yeah. It is so flawless. Um. But this is where where it, it gives me comparison thoughts of um. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, where you kind of get okay, that dream, dream sequences, sequences. and yeah. uh, they, they feel real, they're incredibly vivid, and th- th- I felt like this was done really well, yeah. and uh, people were asking me, I've gotten questions but before, there's a, a quick tangent here, uh, I've gotten questions before of people asking me, um, who would you want to direct a- another uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Huh. I said, definitely not Michael Bay, but I would love <laughs> to have David Bruckner actually directed yeah. and the person who made this movie and it's because of the, that he reason he can mesh those worlds of night, uh, like perfectly. dreamlike and reality together yeah, yeah he no. does it perfectly um, so uh, do, 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 sorry I lost my place <laughs> coming back to it uh, yes so uh, the, he opens the door um, and we are back in the inside of that uh, convenience store we get a vivid dream sequence of Luke um, actually now uh, looking inside the store where Robert is dead on the ground. 
Mm-hmm. Oh man, this, this is such an intense, such an intense little thing. Uh, but is a little off. The store is half inside and half outside. He yeah. explores a little bit and stops to pick up the bottle of alcohol uh, that he has that he was going to buy before. Um, he has a moment of quick pain, yeah. and then he looks down at the bottle and you see a blot of blood in the brev- in the beverage. Yeah, that that was beautiful. That was that crazy. was beautifully done. Um, at a moment after after we get a loud screech and the and the shelving is ripped backwards to expose the forest and once he's more outside. and he takes this deep breath in and he's outside yeah and it's it, is it raining at this point I no don't, I don't I think, think this so is daytime it, it, now? yeah it's like it's, sure like, it's like it's like morning. morning yeah yeah so he wakes up um, and we actually see those little like we see the Marks. blood uh, coming in on his shirt at yes. this point in time. See several holes yeah. on his chest. Oh my god. Like something like grabbed him. Yeah. Oh like, Jesus. like Oh, one thing I wanted to put, point out here, I, I I wrote down here, I forgot about this part. Uh, when the shoving unit was uh, Pushed back and exposed the forest again. Uh, it looks like something is actually running through the trees. Correct. At this point in you time, you see broken branches and stuff like that. Like it's, a path it's fantastic. Appears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Luke wakes up with a gasp of air and realizes that he's bleeding from five holes in his chest. Luke runs back into the cabin because Hutch is screaming. Yeah. And God, his scream. Haunting. You feel it completely. Holy shit, you feel it. Uh, he wakes up, Hutch, and. And his dream was so intense that he actually peed on himself. Oh, my God. Uh, Dom is in the corner yelling his wife's name, Gail. Uh, and I put here, these scenes are so intense. Yeah, because you have no idea what they experience. We oh only saw one perspective, God. which is crazy. This cabin scene when everyone wakes up is probably the most intense five minutes I've seen in a horror movie in a while. Yeah, because at this point, too, nothing's really happened. Right. Only sounds and stuff like that, but now it's like zero to a hundred. Now we're just seeing aftermath of whatever they experienced, and the viewer doesn't know what they actually really experienced until later on. Yeah. So we only saw one perspective, which just leaves your imagination. It's like, what else happened that night? Yeah. This cabin is fucked. Jesus. Whatever's upstairs is fucked. Yeah. Fucked. <laughs> yeah that, and, and you also noticed too that yeah. uh, Phil's not around, right? Like Correct. Phil Phil's and, and and that was intense scene too. Shit. Yeah. Explain it. Let, yeah. Let, let's let's talk about that too. Yeah. Uh, Luke is actually looking around for Phil and notices that his clothes are on the stairs. Phil is inside the room where we actually uh, where we see that. <laughs> I can't believe I put this. Uh, Phil is inside the room where we see that fucking human-sized witchcraft thing. <laughs> Fair uh, enough, yeah. He's praying to it naked. Yeah. And he he's wakes shivering. up. Yeah, he he Scared. wakes up hysterically, right? Like, he's like, shivering. He's, he looks like he's about to have a seizure. Yeah, he's confused, too. He, like, looks around. It's like, why the fuck am I up here? Like, yeah. he's, like, freaking out. Like, <sighs> That's a haunting scene. Yeah. Like, the, the and what makes that scene even more haunting is the fact that he's naked. Yeah, that's what honestly makes it a, like a little bit scarier. And they don't even—I uh, don't think they answer that at all in this. They movie. don't. No, they—they like, they definitely don't. Yeah. Um, but it, but it, I think it was a sense of of what I got from it was that when 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 we're naked, we're vulnerable. Yeah. Right. I mean, like everything's out. Like everything is out. So it, it's just like he he felt incredibly vulnerable. It's so point to the point where Luca didn't even want to go inside. Where <laughs> Phil was, he was calling from him from outside the door. Yeah, it was just like Phil, what are you doing? What are you doing, Phil? Like Phil, get up, mate, get up. Yeah, he's like, freaking out. He's freaking why he's out. Uh, and, it, and it's because like it's it's odd too, right? Like I mean, why why would would someone like that uh, just 
get completely naked for and no reason for and no reason and praying to this thing. yeah to this haystack yeah. human <laughs> thing yeah. um it's crazy so great every, scene great, great scene. sense That's, of tension oh my god that that scene it works wonders and yeah. i i advise anybody trying to make a horror film take notes because yeah. that that is pure nightmare fuel yeah and it was done beautifully um Everyone is ready to get the hell out of this place. Uh, they get outside and they see a bunch of runes on the trees. So this is this is what you get Nuts. what you get the runes. Um, so I actually did a little sleuthing uh, at this point in time because uh, I was kind of wondering. I was like, "What do these runes, runes mean? mean? Like, what what is this? I know it's I old I Norse." It too. Um, and uh, I the one that really stuck out to me was uh, the rune called Old Dal. And Old Dal okay. is that kind of fish-shaped O rune um, that we actually see uh, quite frequently. Um, but if you, it, and I noticed this too, like if you kind of look at it, the rune is it has five points. And if you remember what uh, Lucas stabbed with in his chest, it's five, five points. points. And um, th- that rune pretty much goes kind of like a fish, but it, it, it's initially an O, yeah. and it's it's Old Old Dal. Or it's yeah, it's old all, uh, which means property. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's um, why I just researched, and it, it does mean property. Yeah, it means which is property. Uh, and then you also see another one uh, called algiz, which is that Z shape. Um, but algiz means elk, mm. which we'll get into. So you're the elk's property. Mm. We'll get into that a little bit more later. Uh, Luke says that uh, that it is a warning warning that is carved on the trees. Uh, Dom sees a path, but we know how this path was created from uh, Luke's dream sequence. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, you probably don't want to go there. Uh, so uh, Dom does. Oh, I I wrote that completely wrong. Uh, <laughs> Dom says, "Let's take that path." Uh, Phil is right fucking behind him. Phil is ready to get out of here. Yeah. Phil, I feel so bad for him. Oh my god, I feel bad for him. Um, uh, yeah, everyone's so, trying to rationalize everything too, except for some people. But right, that's where you start to see see the tension between them. Because really it's, it's exhaustion, right? And yeah. they're like they're exhausted, they're scared. Uh, yeah. They don't know what's going on. They know that they all uh, sequentially had nightmares, correct? And they they don't know what's truly happening yeah. with them. This is the first scene where you start to see them actually argue with each other now. Mm-hmm. Where it's before it was just all like playful games, jokes, rationalizing stuff, and now they're like, no, we should go this way, no, we should go that way. Right. Uh, paths will lead to society. Don't right. you know anything? Yeah, because um, th- that's when Dom says, like, look, there's a path. Like, yeah. path leads to society. Um, and Hutch is kind of trying to stop him, right? He was yeah. just like, like, no, 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 no. Like, this is, like, this no. is uh, where it says we need to go southwest. I, I believe that's what he was saying. Uh, we need to go southwest. And um, that's when you get that line from Dom where yeah. it's just like, uh, what do you say? Like, there's He's no. Like, I don't give a fuck. Just, like, there's like no shortcut uh, without a path or something like that. Oh, if a shortcut is a shortcut, it would be a route. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's what initially why he started now yeah. taking that path right so and dom like, just leaves yeah. dom's just like fuck it i'm, I'm yeah, gonna just start path going means civilization to him so i was like i right. follow the fucking path exactly uh because paths are man-made yeah i mean exactly that, that's it, that common makes sense, total sense yeah, cool. right so um Man. Uh, they are all they are all on the path, awkwardly quiet until Phil says, "Are we going to talk about it?" Hutch is not wanting to talk about it at all. Phil presses on about it. They all are getting frustrated at this point with each other. 
Um, we take the camera. Well, oh, this is a great right here. Uh, we take the camera and we pan to watch them walking away, but we, uh, but with those awfully fucking disgusting clicking noises of that animal again. Yeah, and it's just like a like a growl to a click. It's like a. <sighs> Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's so good. It is so good, and it's so it just it sends chills up your spine. Uh, they make it. They make it towards yet another lodge slash cabin. Uh, Phil is letting uh, Dom know that they should they should think about uh, what they are about to be doing. Uh, Dom's leg is really getting to him at this point. Hutch yeah. tells Dom, "There, everyone's irritated, right?" Like, so Hutch tells Dom to just push through. Yeah, and uh, he's arguing back. It's like, no, it's exactly. actually really that bad. And like, right. fuck you for saying that. I can't exactly. do it. Like, <laughs> and I even put here. I was like, we're going high. Yeah, for sure. I even put here. We get the obvious fuck you at this point. And I think <laughs> at this point, we get our first glimpse of the creature. Well, it's like a, it's a long shot. Not of, yet. Like, Almost. The woods. Okay. Almost. Um, so uh, Luke runs to a ridge to see if he can spot anything. Uh, we get right more here, forest, yeah. uh, but we also get get that hand shot of the tree trunk so we we now yeah. see that fucking monster's hand yeah. on the tree and when you first watch it it blends in almost no, I was about perfectly to that. with that tree when i first watched it even the second time watching it i felt like it was just like Still hard a tree like creature yeah. moving within the trees it's like, it's oh. super tough to see yeah. um but if you look closely enough you could see it like kind of like his hand is kind of like doing something and yeah. then it moves off of it um and it, that's a great mm. scene because Luke is initially seeing what we're seeing. Like yeah. that's why it's showing us that scene for so long is because uh, Luke is not aware of what he's seeing. He doesn't know. He's like, wait, that kind of looks a little odd. Yeah, but I'm not too sure. And then when it moves, he's just like, oh fuck this! Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> like, it's giving both the character and the perspective of the viewer watching the movie the same exactly. Which yeah, so it's it's super interesting. Yeah. I I love 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 that scene. Um, hold on, let me get this cat off. <laughs> <laughs> she's in the sink, dude. She's creating she's the new in ritual. The sink. Oh my gosh, she's ridiculous. Hold on. Uh, real quick, before I yeah. get this damn cat out of the sink, <laughs> um, I just want to say here that uh, Luke actually, uh, Luke. Runs down back from the hill. Um, starts telling everyone there's a, definitely a creature exactly. out there that we have to like start going. We need to move. Yes, really quick. Nobody believes him. Everyone's like, "No, you're crazy. Just be rational. It's not really happening. Come back. Like, let's just follow this trail. Let's get the fuck out of here." Right. No one believes him. No, and and Dom's pissed, right? Yeah. Because Dom at this point is just like, like, fuck it. Like, dude, we're all scared at this point in time. Uh, yeah. But he says some pretty hurtful shit yes. about Ten- Rob. Tensions are now high. Now they're really arguing. And he says, I think we wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for you or something like that. Exactly. He says just that. And uh, that's so fucked. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, putting yourself in that predicament to where, it, fuck, man, like, your friends aren't even there for you anymore. Yeah. And I, I feel like they always thought about this. Like in their own minds, but when they actually said it out loud, he's gonna be like, "Really? What did you say? What are you actually talking about?" And that's where the tension gets built, where we have to talk about like the situation that happened in the beginning of the movie to like what they're doing now. And in this moment now, they're actually gonna start fighting about it, and everyone's thinking the same thing: is like, the blame is on you, right? And that's that's the main thing that. 
like this is where the acting gets really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like jokes are gone now. Exactly. This is it. This is where the acting gets really good. Like, like, like you, you start, you're now feeling the tension that they're feeling. Correct. And oh man, this is it what feels they were great. all holding in from one hundred percent, right? Like, like it, we're all pals, we're all friends, but in reality, this is what I really think of you. Yep. And this is how I feel about myself. And now I'm about to like. It's about to get real. Yeah, they and fuck it gets it. real. Yeah, and Luke goes off, right? So Luke yeah. punches Dom square in the nose um, about, <laughs> about the shit talking. Yeah. Uh, and then look, look, Luke, excuse me, I say luck, but Luke pushes onward but is obviously hurt by the things that were said back there. They all continue moving down the path that was paved for them. Um, coming across a lot of down trees, Phil notices something on the ground. Hutch goes to pull out from the ground, uh, to pull it out from the ground and... Uh, uh, it is a tent that is stuck underneath. Yeah, this scene made me realize at this point in time, like, okay, like it's happened before. Exactly, like yeah. they, they've done this before. Like, like people have died here. Yeah. So, um, so they find uh, the wallet and they yeah, find the oh, actual man. people, and it looks like it was very old too. It was, it was yeah. So, ago. so the, it was a credit card in the wallet, and it expired yeah. back in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, so Crazy. it was it was old. Um, and and who knows, like when when that was? Because right, like credit right. cards, they expire technically like three years after you get them. So this right. could have been nineteen eighty, eighty one, or eighty four. Yeah. Um, but uh, Phil says the obvious <laughs> that it's not a good sign to see all of this stuff. Uh, night and. It's actually you get this really funny thing like right at the end of that where Phil kind of does this childish thing when they were about to cut to the next scene. It could have totally been left out, but he like throws a rock on the ground like oh. in a super childish way. And I was just like, oh, God, I wish they didn't show that because it, it just it, it felt super cringy and it felt yeah. forced. And like he was just like, huh. Like, <laughs> like, the frustration. Yeah. We need it on camera. Yeah, it, it just it felt it it's felt like, so right, this scene, you're gonna pick so up the rock. Off. And it's a very <laughs> tense scene. You're just going to throw it on the ground. We'll just cut. I bet you that was Perfect. Andy Serkis's idea. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it just felt a little off to me, and I, I, I could have I done without that. Uh, <laughs> so night is back, and yes. this is going on their third day of them being out here. Uh, they are set up on camp and getting ready for bed. Hutch goes to talk to Luke about how he is feeling about all of this, uh, but they are they are thinking about moving southwest uh, in the morning. So what's southwest? Um, then I said, now it's time for Mimi's. <laughs> <laughs> Except for little Lukey, still up and about. <laughs> he hears something big outside of his tent. Mm. He quickly turns out, turns off the light to his flashlight. We hear this intense fucking snort from this creature. Yeah. Holy shit. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It was like a like half boar, half elephant. It was like a yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it was yeah. it was such a intense, very yeah, very original sound. Oh man, it worked so well. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like when they had to make up sounds for like Star Wars. 
Yeah, yeah. Where they're just like playing with random shit exactly. and seeing what sounds like what. And I feel like that's what they did for this yeah. movie. Like I would I would love to f- to find some BTS stuff of this movie because this of how they made the sound. Yes, because like the that. sound design is just so fucking good. And yeah. it's it's something we've never heard before. Yeah, they're original sounds. Yeah. Legit like oh. this is not a normal creature that we've seen before. Right. At See, all. And that's the thing. Like like we keep calling it a creature where uh that's we true. can even think that it's an animal, right? But it it just it doesn't register in our head that this is an animal making this, these noises. Correct. It sounds like a fucking creature. Like you wouldn't yeah. even know what to call this thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. We don't know what it is yet. Exactly. It's a, it's a it's thing a... out there stalking them for sure. God. Uh, so uh, Luke opens his tent um, <laughs> to get a look as to see what's happening with these noises, and then turns out what. Luke's sleep again. <laughs> yeah. So Luke is asleep, and he's actually having another vivid dream. Uh, but n- there's nothing for a few moments, but we get, y- we get yet another vivid uh, sequence of the store. But this time, uh, Rob is being attacked. Um, yeah. As soon as we get the smack to Rob's face once again, uh, the robber is going through his pockets. But we get this fantastic look when the robber looks up, and, and his eyes are glowing. Yeah, And it kind of reminds me of like Pennywise. Right. When his eyes glow, but like when from afar, not up Christ. close. Um, and oh, Jesus Christ, how chilling was this yeah. scene? Do you know, um, because I'm not a little out of place on this, mm-hmm. when does like the tent fly back? Soon. Okay. So th- that's going to happen soon. I thought, um, so. I thought that's where like it flew back and then it goes into the convenience store, but no, not yet. So, Man, uh, so he looks at him, but he kind of ha- opens his mouth. Yeah. To kind of do like a, a, a quick little uh, cack, uh, like where it was just like a, like it was, yeah. it was so weird, but it, it <laughs> God damn it. It was just so, it was so good. So good. Um, but uh, I put here, uh, once the robber is going through his pockets, uh, and I just put fucking amazing effect. Um, and I said, m- maybe he has, cause he kind of whispers something. Yeah. Then he says something like a, like a cackle. Yeah. Um, but he, he's whispering something either. And it sounds like a different language. Like it sounds German, Germ- uh, Germ- Germanic, Germanic. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, uh, then we get to the pan over to the, uh, to something actually moving incredibly violent through the trees and it goes around Luke's tent and it takes Hutch's tent directly into the air. Yeah. This now this it's is crazy where because it's it's kind of like a not that long of a shot, but it's just looking right. at the other tent for like a few seconds and you just see that shit get pulled back really fast and very violently. <sighs> I'm like, oh shit! I didn't ex- expect that to happen. No. So something huge. Yeah. It and it 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 took it like right Nothing. up in the air and it was just it was just like. Fuck it, this is mine now, for real. <laughs> uh, so immediately Luke wakes up and Phil is screaming. Um, like fucking crazy, yeah. uh, but it's Hutch's tent that is actually destroyed, and he's nowhere to be found. The rest of the group hear Hutch blood curdling scream, yeah, and it sounds like this man is getting ripped apart. Yeah, and that's when they start just running into the forest. Yeah, not a good idea. And then they start <laughs> stopping. They're like, "We have to go back to the tent. We have to go back to the tent and find out where he is. We can't be running into it." So they still have some type of common sense in this scene as well, which I kind of liked because in most yeah. horror movies they still do like stupid shit. Right. But at but this it was, point it was... they realize like, okay, we're in danger. We have to figure this out. But at the same time, we have to be smart about mm-hmm. it too. So like the arguing for now kind of stopped. Right. Too. So they're back to working together. And it was interesting because Luke was the first one to run. Yeah. 
and it was just in so the shows his first yeah like him co- pretty much coming of age right yeah like, like it's his coming of age story uh where he he seems like he's the only one out of his friends also that isn't married yeah seems like, like he it. he seems like the only person who doesn't have a family to go back to like like luke is actually sure. really sad yeah and like all he has is his friends um by his side like he yeah. doesn't really truly seem to have that the significant that he other has yeah. It's like he's to blame for his other friend to die. Right. It's crazy. So, like, I, it, this part made me feel really bad for Luke, actually, um, because Luke Luke loved Hutch. Yeah. Like, he loved that guy so much. And you can tell. You could see it their camaraderie. Like he's the one that kept everyone together. Exactly. Hutch was going. the leader, right? Yeah. And, and Luke followed suit. Luke was, like, his second in command. Yeah. Um, so he immediately uh, shoots out to go find Hutch. Uh, and he doesn't find him. And then uh, that's when Dom kind of catches up to him. It's just like, like, like we dude, we got to stop. We got to go back to the tents. We got to regroup. We can't do this in the dark. And that's when Luke's just like, he's screaming. He's screaming yeah. for us to help him. Jeez. And he was like, we can't. We just can't do that. Um, so then we, uh, they, they go back to the, their tents. Uh, well, we assume they do. They don't show us. <laughs> but uh, morning <laughs> is here. Morning. Yep. yep. Morning is here, and they find Hutch gutted in, uh, in, ga- in gaining in a tree. <laughs> I totally wrote that wrong again. <laughs> Once again, I wrote this at like, like midnight. Um, but uh, I put here that Hutch is found gutted in the yeah. tree just like the deer. Um, and this is when it starts getting really real. Yeah. Like, one of them are n- is now dead. Correct. The so, stakes are there now. Exactly. They know what's going to happen if they're not careful. Yep. Uh, so, f- uh... They, da, 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 they they get him down for, uh, from the tree and gather the things that Hutch um, had on his person. Yeah. Uh, Phil says uh, that the thing put him there um, so they could find him like that. Yeah. It's an intense scene. <sighs> Especially like, from oh. the night sequence to just finding out what the end result God was. Damn. And just hearing his screams, you can imagine like what so the good. fuck just happened. So good. It's crazy. Um, so uh, I put here that uh, I think he is, and I put here that I think he's on to something here. Um, Odin is the god of death, so maybe, or that's one of his his things, uh, is the god of death, so it's quite possible that uh, he was put here for a ritual to Odin. Yeah. Um, uh, they bury Hutch with sticks, and they keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the exhaustion is dripping from their face at this point. Uh, they are trailing off of, of sanity, and uh, they they get to a dirty a dirty creek to take a drink of water, yeah. uh, but they notice footsteps down uh, down that way. Uh, Luke goes to investigate a little bit with his uh, cute little pocket knife <laughs> that he got from Hutch. Um, they see the path that is man made, and they decide to not go that way. Um, smart move, yeah. fucking smart move, right? Um, they feel like they are uh, being followed by these people, um, and in the background. In the background of them walking away, you get the the sight of um, Motor straight chilling. Man, it, right. it, it's just he's just right there. Now, Motor is for those people who don't know that is the creature that yes. is in this movie. He is not named in this movie. He is named in the book, The Ritual. Uh, yeah. But um, Motor or Modar, whatever you want to call him, um, Modar just seems too forced for me. <laughs> but right. Motor, um, He's a bastard child of Loki. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, we'll get more into that a little bit later. Yes. 
Um, they make it up a hill and they take a, a little break. Uh, Luke is starting to see something atop of the pass. Phil seems to be a little out of it at this point in time. Like he, he's really tired. Yeah. He's on his knees, very childlike. Like he's drained. Very yeah, very sick. Yeah, like he's um, drained and he's like slumped over. He's like not even like there. Yeah, like, like he's mentally? gone. Like he's just gone. He's he's. Yeah, he's he's like you can see like his eyes are just dead. Yeah, like he's glazed over, yeah. and he's he's alive. Like he's he's yeah. responsive, responding to them. Um, but you can tell he's just he's really really tired. Um, but and I feel like at this point, whatever happened in that cabin too was eating inside him a little bit. Exactly, back to them little and by I, little. I put that here too. Yeah, I felt like oh shit. Like something, like it really got to him. Something happened. Yeah, where... it really, really got to him. Like it was really in his head. Yeah. Um. So Luke can finally see the end, um, but also notice notices fires uh, within the trees. So it's kind of like these torches, but it seems like it's multiple villages, right? Like it seems like it's multiple of these people in this in the in this forest here. It looks like it. Yeah, it doesn't but seem it like it's like be... a path. No, it doesn't look like, like it path. looked a little random. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Well, maybe just one main village. Maybe. But uh. yeah. Maybe. Uh, who knows? <laughs> um. So uh, Luke goes down uh to let the guys know what he found, but Phil is proceeded to be taken by motor, and you you get a fun little look at him. Not not right. too good, but you get a nice little a look. Quick glimpse. Very quick. Um. He gets pulled and Fucking dragged <sighs> uh through the forest there. Luke runs in the other direction and hits a tree. <laughs> uh, and then I'll put here, back in the dream state we go. Uh, he, he sees the other group of, of his friends there, and a light shines on his face, but then the light falls down to the ground. Um, uh, we are now back into reality. Luke is looking for Dom and slash or Phil at this point. Um, he doesn't care whoever he runs into first. Uh, he has yeah. the light and is bearing the creature uh, that stalks them. Uh, or is hearing, excuse me, not bearing, hearing the creature uh, that is stalking them through the woods. Yeah. Um, he sees Dom behind a, a broken down tree. Which I was surprised he was alive at that point. I was too. Like, oh, damn, you can't really move. But yep. yet you moved. Very gotcha. surprised. Good job, man. Um, Dom lets Luke know that Phil was taken by motor. Um, Luke is letting Dom know that they should uh, get up and run. Uh, they continue to hear things, but they are going—they're going to actually leave in uh, in a count of three. Um, and this is a long count sequence, right? Like yeah. they're like one, two, three, and they still are waiting. Yeah, and there's because they're they're thinking about. It. They're like, "Fuck, like this yeah. is a fucking bad idea." But exactly. we we th- this is our only idea at this point of the movie. I was kind of surprised the person who judged him the most. Yeah, is the last person. Is the last person exactly. And now they have to work together to survive this night. Yep, uh, these two are limping out of limping their way out of the, out of the forest, knowing damn well they they cannot make it. Uh, but they sure as hell are going to try. Uh, they stop for a second because they hear the creature once again. <laughs> yeah. They make it to a path of lit totems. Uh, we get a glimpse of Phil after his moment with Motor, and that was just Phil, like, right in the tree, but he was facing the opposite direction, right? Yeah. Like, he was towards the tree, which his is the only body that is like that. Interesting. Everybody else is looking out of the tree, and I wonder if that has something to do with uh, it being in his head yeah. or something like that. Like, maybe he wasn't good. worthy enough yeah. um, to be looked at. Um, so... Uh, 
Luke and Dom uh, see another cabin. They run inside. Luke notices this person looking down on a chair and knows th- knows uh, they actually probably fucked up going to this place because yeah. they kind of like bust through the door, right? And they yeah. they both fall on the ground. Um, and it's that person that's just super quiet, sitting in the chair, just looking at the wall. Like yeah. it, it was very chilling. Um, uh, Luke gets kicked in the face. Uh, Dom and Luke then uh, wake, wake up, up in, in another room. room and they're chained. Yeah. Or they're not chained. They're all tied up. They're tied up. Yeah, Yeah, they're not chained. Uh, Luke makes a little hole in the wall and and sees these people prepping up for something. And I put here a good old-fashioned sacrifice. (laughs) Uh, uh, A ritual. Three three people burst into the room. A bald dude, dude with hair, and some witch-looking lady. Uh, She moves to Luke and gives him water. She then proceeds to look at his chest and sees that he he is marked marked. by Moldar. And and then she goes to pull her shirt down, and she also has the exact same mark. Yes. So he's accepted. He he is here to technically worship this god, right? Correct. But remember that the marking is in the shape of Odal, and Odal means property. So this is Modar's property. Correct. He marked him saying, you're mine. You're my worshiper. Exactly. You're the one that empowers me. Exactly. So you are here for me now. Serving me, and you get something in return, of course, but we'll talk about that. Exactly. Uh, they take Dom away, and he sounds like he is uh, in an immense amount of pain. Yeah. Another woman, much nicer this time, comes in and lets Luke know that they are prep- preparing for a sacrifice, and that it'll, it'll all be over soon. And she then proceeds to closing Luke's ears for him to, uh, and it, it this is a very comforting moment yeah for luke right because luke remember is the only person who doesn't have someone to go home to Correct. after this like he and literally no one to yeah. go home to because like we said earlier the sequence that they leave out of those tents and they go downstairs that is the sequence as they as they die so yes everyone dies pretty much yeah. um so luke luke has this I guess this moment of, of like feeling at peace a little bit because he's like bit. he's really like, like bearing into her hands and he's like kind of like cuddling it and like, yeah. like he feels at at peace Correct. with this and and, and serenity. I feel like there's a lot of self reflection of like how he got there too. Yeah, and then he has this conversation with his last friends. Right. About, like, him trying to say, like, this is it. I'm going to die. Yeah, this is when he comes back down, right? This is not beaten. Yeah, he's beaten. He knows what's about to happen. He knows that the other guy is probably going to survive, Luke. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's telling him so much stuff. like, oh, you got to tell my wife. Yeah. This whole thing. And and he says what he saw in the the dream cabin. Right? Like, yeah, he explains a little bit of of what he saw in the dream. And it still didn't make sense. Right? Like, it it, it was just more so like I saw Gale. Yeah. Like, he was like, I saw Gale, um, and I was tied up. and, and I think he says, I see all of us. Dying. dying, yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, like it, it was, it was, a, it was a, a pretty intense thing that he saw for sure. Yeah. Um, but at this point, Dom accepted his fate. Correct. Right? He he has accepted the fact that like I'm not gonna make it out of here alive, but you might have a chance to. Like yeah. they obviously favor you. They gave you water. They didn't give Dom water. Yeah. Right. Like so, uh, they they favor him in some type of way. And then I put here, uh, uh. He's uh, taken to the post at this point in time um, as another rune, um, and we see multiple people stuck decaying in the trees. 
Um, it is now yes. night, and Luke is still trying to uh, get out of his binding. Meanwhile, Dom is outside, still awaiting his fate and becoming really impatient by the whole process of it. He's just like, come on, <laughs> yeah, let's fucking like, go. Let's like, go. Fuck like if you're going to kill me, kill me. Exactly. Like, this is, he I'm thinks bored. it's something else. He thinks they're going to kill him. Right. I feel like at this point he still doesn't really know what's about to happen to I him. I feel like he kind of he knows Possibly what's because up because he what knows the creature. Yeah, yeah, he knows the creature is out there. Um and he he probably at this point is just kind of like I don't know if if these people completely worship this creature yeah. or this is or the not. Uncertainty of yeah. It. And at this point it looks like Luke is finally getting the courage and yeah. trying to escape and fight for the person that he got most doubted from right it's kind of crazy to think about so it's it's, this is actually a a very endearing scene um so luke actually has to break his thumb to have the ability to slip through about that and uh dom's dom sees his wife gail coming from the woods uh she moves closer to him and touches his face but her eyes begin to change and they're a bright yellow and this is this is this is eye changing done right yeah and and this is this is subtle it's very, very subtle, subtle. Very easy transition. And this is where I actually have a little bit of downfall on like other movies that do this, like in It Chapter yeah. 1 and 2, sure. like where it, it felt very CG, like you were yeah, kind of yeah. turning a light on. Um, but this just was a, a nice shuttle shift. Correct. And then her eyes, and her eyes changed to that yellow uh, look here. And then, and then it, it changes completely to Modar. Yeah. who uh, is just up close and personal. We see Modar's eyes. Uh, we see the hands that Modar is actually grabbing his face with. Uh, and then uh, then he picks him up. He picks him up, and he impels him, he impels him on a tree. Slowly. Slowly. <laughs> Very slowly. I was like, Whoa. on top of it all, right through the heart. Yeah. And, it was, and I, I put, took that as it was a nice uh, nod to my heart is still with Gale. And yeah. like, um, like I felt like that was a really good nod to him having a significant other. Yeah, and I, I thought that just worked beautifully. Um, so I put here, Luke is still sitting, uh, sitting there, and that and that woman from before, uh, the nice one, uh, comes back into his quarters. He asks, uh, "Quote, did uh, uh, did they? Are you? Or excuse me, he asks them, are you going to take him down from the tree?'" Um, and she lets him know that we never, uh, we never touch the bodies on the tree. Yeah. Um, and then Luke asks, what is it? And then she says, a god, ancient, one of Yolton, a bastard offspring of Loki. We do not speak his name. Yes. And just another little thing for you guys there uh, with Yoten. If you guys aren't familiar with Yoten or uh, North mythology in general. Yeah. Jotuns are giants. Uh, they come from yes. a, a place That's called Jotnerheim. Right. Uh, 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 and uh, they're it's called uh, they're technically called in two ways either Jotner or Jot or Jotun, and um, the, this giants technically doesn't mean that they have to be tall, no. but um, it just means that uh, this is its ethnicity because right. Loki is Jotun and he's not tall. Correct. So yeah. it's just it's just one of those things. Um, and I just that her explaining it worked so well. Yeah, and, because it's very subtle, very yeah. like super very quiet creepy too. too. Like it's just he's kind of whispering. Yeah, it's like 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 it, it, it feels forbidden for her to tell him yeah. for her for her to tell him this. Um, 
But we finally get our first answers of exactly right, of what, this, what it is, yeah. what we're what we're facing, or what Luke is facing. Um, she lets Luke know that uh, you should kneel before this creature, just like the rest of them, because he has the mark. Yeah. Uh, Luke gets out of his binding and starts going out of the door, uh, looks around a bit and sees a stack of old guns. All while he is doing this, you can definitely hear Modar um, huffing and puffing outside the door. Yeah. Uh, Luke quickly goes upstairs and hears the strange sounds coming from a room upstairs. Um that's what we find out what they get out of worshiping. Right. So that's what they get to forget when uh, – that's where you find out what, what happens when you're marked, when you're – it's property. Uh, and she she actually – I forgot to actually mention this. Uh, she also mentions that you never truly die. You Correct. You, uh, you live you, longer. Motor takes care of Correct. this and things, so on so on. Um, so we get to that scene where it's a room, kind of, and it looks kind of like a like a church, like they're in yeah, pews. It, it right? seems like a chapel. They're yeah. all like facing a certain direction, and right. you see also a not a monument, but kind of like a statue of that of something, that headless, yeah, of the headless thing, witchcraft shit, again. right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, then you actually begin to to hear like that. Oh, because it, it looks like this, they're just sticks. Just Correct. like like a bunch of like different dolls, pretty much that yeah. were created, and so they start kind of like making Breathing noises. Yeah, and uh, one of them starts to scream when he lights it on fire. <laughs> You're just like, oh shit! Like these oh, are people. Yes, these are, yeah, these are living people. Don't know how. Who's for past death? Exactly because but, they're marked. By. Because they're marked by motor, it's and crazy. they they have the property mark. So. That's just how it's gonna work out for them. For them, I guess. Uh, Luke doesn't give a fuck um, <laughs> uh, from these screaming skeleton dudes. Uh, he sets their asses on fire. Uh, the witch spots him coming down the stairs at this point. And he just fucking clocks punches her. Punches her in the he face. He just clocks her. He's just like he's like That's I don't so have funny. time for this. Just punches her dead in the fucking nose. And I said this might be a, a fun little callback to how he hit Dom in the face yeah. of how. Uh, when he punches Dom in the face, he deep down inside didn't really truly want to hurt Dom. He just wanted him to fill it. He wanted to hurt this lady. Like yeah, yeah. he punched at, her. At this point, I feel quick. like this was the transition of like he's now brave. Right. He can take yeah. on anyone. Yeah, he's ready. Like, at this point, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna he's burn ready. this place down. Yep. You're in my way. Puck. Yep. Because that that was Dom's face. last wish, right? Like yeah. he said, if I don't get if when you get out of here. Please, burn please burn this place. Like, burn this place to the fucking ground. Because that's when we learned that all of the travelers that's gone through the forest yep. are either the marked ones or the ones that are put on the trees. Exactly. Now we know where all the missing people went. Exactly. And, it, and it's funny, too, yeah. because when these people are there, um, and, like, the witch, and she's talking to her little henchman or whatever, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, not, it's not Swedish, it's not. It's not Swedish. It's no. not Norwegian. Um, it, it's. It's a definitely a weird language. So it's possible that they did the same thing, where they just came from a different place on vacation yeah. and got marked. Exactly. Like they. That they're not necessarily village people, but learned, they accepted it. I, I don't know what point we learned it, but it was earlier on in the movie. The mm-hmm. people who are marked are the most, like, uh, most. Uh, I can't. What's the word for it? Not depressed. The most. Like like vulnerable. Vulnerable people. So they talked about like how like because he suffered so much, that's what got him marked. Right. Yeah. So right. I don't know the significance of that, but that was oh, a little it's, touch it's, to it. Uh, yeah, I love that. Um so uh, after he punches her in the face <laughs> This dude's just looking oh, at him too. It's like So wow. good. So um uh Motor, co- Motor comes back 
pissed. Um, takes takes the chick that Luke was talking to because uh, everyone like kind of falls to the ground, right? Because Luke's still trying to go out of the door. Yeah. Right. Um, and everyone's kind of like, oh god, oh my god, motor, he's pissed. So he's I'm gonna pissed. get on the ground. Like, yeah. Um, and he he takes her, and you you don't know what he's doing. Yeah. You see him holding her, and you see he's doing something that's killing her. Yeah. But you don't know what it is. And um, oh, this is a great scene. And uh, this is when we get Luke, who actually goes to grab one of the guns, and uh, he sh- ends up shooting one of the parishioners. Yeah, uh, like deadly. Uh, that's what I'm calling them. We're calling them parishioners. Uh, so that's what they were kind of worshippers. Well, they were casted as parishioners yeah, yeah. in the credit scenes. Oh, okay. So it was like parishioner one, two, three. So I'm just gonna say parishioners. Um, so uh, he shoots one of the parishioners. Uh, <laughs> Great scene, like yeah. the blood falling on the camera and shit. That was that was flawless. Yeah. That, I love that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, we get a, we finally get our good look at Modar, and he looks fantastic. Yeah, very weird, Fuck. very different. I've never seen anything like it. Before. I've never seen anything like this. But before we get to, to what he actually looks like, I want to say what he does first to where we get this scene. Uh, he is holding the chick up yeah. in the air, and you just see her legs dangling. And then he drops her to the ground. Yeah. And her eyes are gouged out. Yeah, that's right. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Oh, my God. And then you get Modar. Uh, is He, <laughs> he kind of looks into the house. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, fuck, it's such a it's fun creepy. scene. Yeah. And, then, and Luke dips out. He's like, fuck this. He yeah. goes through the back door. He's watching from afar. He's watching from afar at this point. Buildings on fire. It's such a great shot. Of, such like, a beautiful creature, shot the of everything. On fire. So yeah. let's talk about what this creature looks like. Okay. This creature looks kind of like an elk. <sighs> yeah, it's like an elk with, with a human body attached to it with no head, but also has hands and the head that is like in the middle of the body. Right. It's weird. Yeah, it's so strange. Like it, it's it's like the torso is on top of its head, Correct. but the hands for the torso are antlers. Yeah. And below that is like a face a, a face with hands with human hands. Yeah. And it kind of looks like a mix between a giraffe and a elk. It's yeah. so fucking weird and creepy. Has that like that weird spiked spine? Fuck, yeah, like the spine's like kind of yeah. spiked up, kind of like a dinosaur. It's different, very different, but it looks good. It looks good. Like this doesn't look like your normal CG. Correct. Yeah. Like like even if you think about something like Game of Thrones, right? Like those dragons didn't even look as good as this. No. This yeah. looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy like, shit. You know, dark scene, sure. For I mean, that definitely helps. Yeah. That definitely but helps. But at I mean, at the same time, it's something terrifying and something different. Right. And it looked great. And that's using darkness to your benefit. Oh, for sure. Right. I Easily. mean, you can actually you get enough yeah. of what that thing looks like. So uh, going back to the plot here, uh, Motor is actually picking up the corpse of the body. And Luke, like a fucking dumbass, brings attention like to badass. himself. And he shoots it. Yeah. Does nothing to him. Does absolutely nothing except brings attention to Luke. Luke could have just left. Yeah, yeah. He, he could have left. Yeah. He, he did. That, that, that thing. But that shows another scene of bravery. He's like, I'm not That's scared true. of you. Yeah. I'm going to face you. Yeah. You killed my friends. That's true. No, no, yeah. no. That's true. He, he's pissed, right? So yeah. I get it. Um, but uh, Luke is now starting to run, uh, but seeing the awesome half-dream, half-reality state, so he's kind of in psychosis now, yeah. right? Because now we're actually seeing Modar chase Luke, but it's kind of inside the store, 
and it's yeah. kind of in the forest. He's like running down the aisle. Yeah, yeah. but Modar, um, Modar like kind of smacks the shelving unit off onto him. Yeah. Damn, that was so. That was such a cool feeling because yeah. I was thinking, I was like, "Well, how are they gonna use this to advantage? Is he Correct. just gonna go through it?" And I was like, "Oh shit, no! He fucking hits it." Correct. Like it's like the psychosis was actually real, real. all along, yeah. and it, oh fuck, that's such a great scene. Um, so uh, once that falls on him, uh, I put here. I was like, "This is amazing" because it goes. He goes uh, through pieces of the dream and proceeds to uh, shove Luke to the ground. Yeah. Uh, Luke gets up, uh, and uh, we see Modar under the lighting fixture. Modar forces Luke to get on the ground in in a kneeling position, and when he does this, that's when uh, Modar actually gets on its hind legs. But you see him kind of stretch out yeah. a little bit. And he's like holding his hands up in like prayer hands here. Yeah. So this is where it comes to a little thing that I have another fact about um, that I'll get to at the end. Uh, but this goes to that Moldar actually has to do his own ritual as well. For Odin. For Odin, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that uh, – and this goes back to the trees and all that stuff. But I'll, I'll explain that once we're done. We're almost done here. Um, <clears throat> so – Modar forces Luke to the ground in a kneeling position. Uh, we get another really good look at Modar, and we see the pieces of his body actually make up out of different things, both animal and human. Uh, Luke still, I put here, Luke still ain't having it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tries to get up, tries yeah. to move around. He get, he gets back up, but he's he's just pushed back down to the ground. Um, his face into the dirt. <clears throat> yeah. And when he does that, he actually gets a little bit of boost of courage because he sees Rob, yeah. right? He sees Rob, and Rob's just kind of like staring at him, and he gains his courage back. And uh, he takes the axe that he grabbed in from inside that cabin, and he just jams it in Modar's head. Yeah, jams it in his head. Uh, he then proceeds to make it, uh, make it to the plains, plain sense. That's not right. Uh, <laughs> that's not right. The plains of like yeah, he, forest. He, yeah, he he makes it out. He he starts he starts running in uh, convenient. I said conveniently in eyes view and reach. Uh, there is uh, the outside section of the forest where yeah. we see all, most of these planes. Uh, Modar lets out a defeated scream at the very end, and Luke lets out a very victorious one. Yeah, uh, this over and over again. Over too. and over again. I fucking love He's this just scene. Screaming back into I the forest. Love this scene because we yeah. know that Luke is. He's lost it. He's never going to be the same after this experience. No. Like, he doesn't have his friends anymore. But he overcame a fear. But yeah, exactly. Well. He overcame. He's yelling back at it. Exactly. Like, I'm not scared of you. He's Ugh. like, he's like, bitch, I made it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I made it out of here. Fuck you. You're still here. He's standing tall. Exactly. He's yeah. standing tall. Um, so uh, we get here that... Um, Luke proceeds to walk back towards the direction Hutch first intentionally wanted to go. And then we get the scenes of the credits. So, fuck, man. Oh, this fucking movie. So fucking good. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty good. So good. And it's very a short original. movie. Yeah, hour 30. Hour 34. Uh, very, very fun movie. Um, but where I was getting to with Odin. Uh, so for the ritual thing that uh, that... Um, Mordor has to do for Odin when he puts them in the trees yeah. that's initially giving Odin power Correct. but he has to take at least one person that is initially the chosen one Correct. pretty much to um, give him power so it's a ritual within a ritual pretty much yeah so it's it's so 
fascinating. But I have a little bit of backstory here of what this creature um, possibly was either uh, inspired by, uh, because in, in Norse mythology, there is there technically is no creature like yeah. this. There there is no bastard son, son from Loki. Loki. Um, I mean, there is no Loki, but like, <laughs> there's like a theory that Loki had multiple bastard children. No, oh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch like, of theories like that because he could shape shift, right? Correct. So I mean, he, he has he supposedly he has like wolf children and weird uh, just weird shit. Children. Um, yeah. th- th- he's a fucking whore. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and and I it, I it's creating fa- chaos. <laughs> yeah, I found this off of a, a website called Vocal Dot Media. And it states here, in the book that the film is based on, the creature is given a specific name, Motor. Um, this name might refer to the word mother in Old English and Old Norse, hmm. uh, which lends credence to the idea some have that uh, this creature is related to Shub Niggurath. And this is Lovecraft's black goat with a thousand young. Um, so it... it <laughs> It's fascinating, and if you guys haven't heard of that Lovecraft story, um, it is pretty intense. It's kind of like Cthulhu in the forest. Mm. So instead of Cthulhu being in the water, it's in the forest. But yeah, it's it's quite interesting the way that creature looks. It's it's a, it's literally a goat that has all these tentacles coming out of it. Interesting. It's it's uh, very nightmare fuelish. Um, however, in the film, the creature's name is never given. This deviation from the book. Uh, far from the only one, but notable for our purposes, stripped away the Lovecraft connection. The creature is Yolton, and as and as uh, a thing of giant's blood, it is associated with the elements, with nature, and with the wild. It is a child of Loki, which also explains the illusions we see. And uh, oh, that's actually yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, we read that. That um, makes perfect sense. That now. makes it's perfect like, that's sense. His power to yeah. like. That's Not perfect sense. Humans minds. And it's in, in it's in permanent uh shape-shifting nature. However, the creature also appears to be able to move incredibly quickly and it, it and it has mastery of the directions. We also see that it, it impales its sacrifices, leaving them ha- uh hanged upon the trees. And when it is when it reveals itself toward the end, we notice something curious. The creature appears to have eight legs, which it does. It, it, yeah, it, it extends one out. Um or it extends two out. Yeah. This child of Loki, a monstrous eight-legged beast, looks a lot like an elk or reindeer, but it could be ridden like a horse, especially by another god. It is oh. possible that little Yalton might might be leaving those sacrifices um, to another, to Odin, the god of the hanged and the crucified. Is this monstrous creature... Uh, oh, shit. This is interesting. Uh, is this monstrous creature um, Selepner, um like actually is it that creature because the, yeah. the uh in Norse mythology uh Odin does have a creature it's a pet pretty much Correct. that he can ride and uh he can ride this 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 creature um i guess wherever yeah um but in an interview with Collider uh Bruckner never calls the creature by name he refers to it in the most general possible terms talking about the difficulties of rendering the shape changing god uh gods of the old world and about how hard it was to get unique memorable appearances um they managed and then it goes down to say here could the creature simply be a nameless giant forgotten from the old world it could be but if that was the case why name drop its father especially when loki only had four monstrous children and most of them meet their ends at ragnarok 
That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of lore into this. Oh, it's fantastic. Not like how the director is like, it could be whatever you think it could be. Leave it up to interpretation. But at the same time, this is a little hint of like, yeah, Loki had some fucked yeah. up creatures. <laughs> yeah. Loki fucked a lot of things. <laughs> Look out for the Ritual 2, Ritual 3, and the Ritual 4. I, oh, man, if we got a there's, sequel to this, that would be great. Different creatures oh, oh that would be nuts yeah. i feel like that would be going into maybe some bird box territory yeah. but <laughs> um but if you like this film let us know over at twitter um at good night life and that's night with a k okay. um and just let us know how you feel about this movie i i Please. as you could see we love this movie if you didn't like this movie tell us why if yeah. you like this movie more now that we explained what it is and Makes what this sense. creature is um definitely uh, let us know if we did that to you uh, for that for you as well. God, I cannot talk today. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next movie that is going to be on our list is It Follows. Uh, so for next week's movie, be sure to watch It Follows. You can actually watch it free with ads on Vudu.com. If you do not want ads, you can also uh, go ahead and rent the movie for three ninety nine. If you have other means of finding it, go for it. I'm not going to tell you to do illegal shit, but fuck it up, fam. Um, <laughs> um, but that's all on you guys. But this was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. And alongside me, we had Freddie. Thanks for stopping by. Also known as Nighty Night. Our efforts to get our show out is not enough. We need your help to spread us out uh, to more ghoulish nights. Rating us with five stars is very helpful. But we would love for you to recommend this podcast to someone who would enjoy it. You can further support the show over at patreon.com forward slash goodnightlife. And that's night with what? Okay. By pledging on Patreon, you will have access to the show as early as Monday. If you don't have any bucks to toss, don't worry about it. A new episode is released every Friday on most podcast services around the world. And don't forget your night.